I have got some ghost stories for you. I come home from the gym and the chairs are all stacked upside down. I'm like a very intricate stack. There was a werewolf on our porch swing holding one of our kittens. The pen was all busted open and there is blood everywhere. There's like somebody standing in the middle of the bed with their finger pushing straight up on the canopy like a tent pole. But there's nothing there and I laid in bed like a little kid. I pulled the covers up over my eyes. <laughs> this little boy told paranormal investigators apparently my grandfather came back from the dead to harass a toddler. <laughs> so that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. <laughs> and I'm Rebecca Black. And here it is, our season finale. And, <laughs> and you done forgot your name. I'm already <laughs> screwing it up. Woo! Okay, coming up, we have an update from one of our biggest stories of the whole season, JB and Stu. Yes! They had all this activity at their house. They even caught some of it on video, reached out to us. We hooked them up with a paranormal investigative team. And so we're going to get an update from those guys coming up in just a bit. But first, we have to thank our uh, newest patrons, Jennifer DeRoss, Jennifer Ewing, and and Sean Elsass. Yeah, let's go with Elsass. I like Elsass. Uh, big love to Kendall Fuleser, Fusle, Fuselier, and Shoshana somewhere all for becoming annual patrons. Thank you so much. We will continue posting weekly minisodes, minisodes on the Haunted AF Patreon page between seasons. So go check that out. Patreon.com slash Haunted AF. And actually, Kendall, when she wrote to us, she called me Liz. So I think it's okay if we screw up her last oh, name. Oh, okay, perfect. She's apparently been binging us and Ghosts in the Burbs. Oh. So she confused me with Liz Sauer. Gotcha. which I'm like, honey, do that all day long. Sure. I love Liz. That's yeah. totally fine. You'll be able to find content on our Patreon page, but we're also taping season two of our movie podcast. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have movie reviews all summer long of big stuff coming out, like the new Doctor Strange, the new Jordan Peele movie. Ooh, nope. I'm excited about that. Yeah, all the big stuff that's coming out. Rebecca and I get to see it early, and so we'll give you reviews on it. We're going to be talking about streaming shows, so you can find that at juliesayso.com. It's the Movie Minute, or really anywhere you listen to podcasts. And do check out the website though, especially if you're in Texas or nearby, because we do give away free movie passes mm -hmm. as well. All the time. And don't forget, uh, follow us on all of our social medias too. We are always posting fun, spooky stuff, even between our seasons. So you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we are also on YouTube, TikTok, um, and tag us and stuff too. If you see something that you think we might like, please just a little at Haunted AF. Oh yeah. And we'll check it out. All of our best stuff is stolen from other pages. Oh, so yeah. thank you to everyone who alerts us of that. And real quick, quick we need to talk about the not haunted af facebook page ah. because um i've gotten multiple notifications from people lately who are asking why have you not accepted my request to mm -hmm. join we are a public page you do not have to request to join you only have to go over and follow it to be able to get our content so if you are waiting for an acceptance or whatever that's not us so there is a haunted af facebook page out there that started after us didn't it, we have beef with them early on we did they're like I, they're like, yeah. no, it's just a hashtag. Yeah. And can't they make said, us um, stop. yeah, we tried to get them to stop. And they're like, our lawyer says it's fine. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? You're already lawyering and up. And I'm like, well, our lawyer says it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so, they called our bluff. <laughs> yeah. So it, it didn't go very far, clearly. <laughs> but if you are following a page that does not have our specific logo and pictures of us mm -hmm. on it, if it's a plain black and white haunted AF uh, or just says haunted AF and the not logo us. does not match what you see on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere that you're listening to it that is not us so make sure you 
you are following the Haunted AF page, look for Rebecca and I. There is a picture of us on our actual logo. It pisses me off so bad that they're doing I know, because it's making us look bad and it's not our fault. So we're going to start this off with an update from a friend of ours who is in South Africa, Karen. She Mm -hmm. wrote to us recently about some activity in her house and she has an update. Ooh, Hi guys, Karen from Cape Town here. I sent in the story a few weeks ago about my haunted house. I have an update for you. So my friend did that clearing and for a while everything was fine. But then the other day I was in the bathroom and I heard this clatter and so I went and had a look. It's quite an old townhouse I live in and it's got these deep windowsills and the burglar bars on the inside and I've got three framed pictures leaning against the burglar bars. Sometimes my cat knocks them off but then they just fall forward onto the couch that's in front of the window. So I walk into my room and one of these pictures are on the floor next to the couch neatly leaned up against the wall and the cat is outside in the garden. I was a little bit annoyed because my friend did the clearing and I thought the situation has been sorted out, but I wasn't too freaked out. But then, a few nights ago, I woke up at 3 in the morning because it felt like someone shoved me in the middle of my back. That really freaked me out. Mm -hmm. I was up the rest of the night reading memes on BuzzFeed because (laughs) I was so freaked out. Anyway, I'm seeing my friend who did the clearing for me soon for dinner, and I'm going to ask her about it. I'll report back. Love to show still. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you, Karen. That's a little aggressive, um, don't sure. you think? Like somebody kicking you in the back, basically. Yeah, that's like really trying to get your attention. Yeah. I think you need to bump up that dinner with your girlfriend so and, and maybe host her, get her back over at the house. Probably a good idea. Actually. Yeah, because sometimes, I mean, we've talked about that before. Sometimes you just need more. Mm-hmm. They're like cockroaches. You hear us? You're like cockroaches. Yeah, shh. Honestly, I'm worried that our new rug behind us is going to be haunted. Stop it. <laughs> Why? So if you're watching on YouTube, got this really great it's rug. It's gorgeous, it's by the way. It's an old, 100-year-old Navajo rug. I did not know that it was actually like 100 years it's old. It's 100 years. It was made in 1922. There's this really great rug shop. It's Shiprock in Santa Fe, and it's right there on the Old Town Square. That's where we got this. And I'm so excited to have it hanging up back yeah, there. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, but ever since since we hung it up, first of all, I'm scared the cats are going to trash it because they really want to. <laughs> but also, I did start having that, what if something is attached to it? Take that back. Okay, I take it back. There you go. What is it they always say on TikTok? I don't accept any of the I, negative oh, there, energy. Thank you. <laughs> we do not accept the negative energy that Julie is putting out about this blanket behind us that is so beautiful. Because it's beautiful. Yes, it, it can't absolutely be this pretty beautiful. and haunted at the same time. I won't allow it. Yeah, go to the YouTube so you can watch that. Okay, so we have another story. Yes, and we actually got this one from our our patron, Andrea, who works in a Boston hospital, and she's got tons of creepy stories, but this one is one of our favorites. One night, I was working with a new colleague near some patients who had tracheotomies. I was writing notes on my computer when I heard a whistle. I can't whistle very Don't good. whistle in my house. God, did we learn our lesson with JB and Stu? You would think. Uh, I couldn't figure out why my friend would be whistling, so I just ignored it. This happened a couple more times over the next hour, so I finally looked up right when I heard the whistle and saw my friend was not 
whistling. Mm. She was staring at me with a, did you hear that look on her face? There was no one in the hall behind her who could have made that noise. I got up and looked around the corner and down the hall, but no one was around. We heard it a few more times that night and have heard it on and off ever since. I gotta say, hospitals are creepy. Yeah, Andrea, Andrea. she had a couple of creepy hospital stories. (sighs) And the idea of the people behind them with tracheotomies, they wouldn't be able to whistle, would they? Oh my God, I didn't even think about that till just now. Did you whistle through your throat? No. (laughs) Or can you? I don't don't, know. What would that sound like? I don't know. If your pets today, Andrew, know it, clap your hands. If your pets today, Andrew, know it, clap your hands. If your pets today, Andrew, know it, but they still like to show up. If your pets today, Andrew, know it, clap your hands. Woo! Thank you so much, Hannah Banana. And I do have to say hello to Sharon because Sharon sent us a revamped version of one of our Dead Pet of the Week theme songs. Uh, But she was very drunk with her sister. Oh my God. (laughs) I wrote her back. Why are we not playing that version? (laughs) It was virtually unintelligible. I told her I was going to. I was Uh like, oh, I'm playing this. This is hilarious. And then I went in and tried to edit it and make it work. Oh yeah, I don't. So sorry, Sharon. It, It was really, really funny. Thank you. And please, if you're drunk and you think I need to record something yes, for the Haunted AF Girls, it. do it right then and there. Amen. Do not wait to sober up. We need to hear that stuff. So this week's Dead Pet of the Week comes from Kendall. We had a beautiful, gentle, great Dane who lived to be 10 and a half years old. Umo unfortunately passed away four years ago when my youngest child, Cat, was in kindergarten. Cat told me recently that Umo seems to be watching over them. Especially if they're hurt or are feeling sad, they'll notice a large Umo-shaped shadow standing close by. I ask, are you sure it's really him? And Kat said, yes, he's still trying to protect us. Haven't you seen him, mom? Unfortunately, I have not, but the idea that my sweet pup is still here warms my heart in a unique way. For anyone out there who has an animal friend, please give them extra cuddles. You'll never know how long you will have together. Love y'all, Kendall. Thank you, Kendall. And yeah, and Kendall sent a bunch of pictures of Umo, so we will share them. Uh, So the title of this email is The Old Man and the Key. Instead of the C? Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My name is Heidi, and I'm a total weenie about paranormal stuff. Last year, I took the leap and bravely started binging you gals. (laughs) And I haven't missed an episode since. I love that it's bravery to listen to our podcast. Uh, We'll take it. So my husband is from North Carolina near the Outer Banks, which is my favorite place in the world. We planned a short trip and stayed at an older oceanfront hotel called the Blue Heron. It's a musty, outdated place with decades of sand in the carpet, but the price was right. When I was checking in, I made small talk with a lady in the office and learned that she was the owner daughter. Her parents bought the hotel in the 1950s and her father had built the additions. He had passed away, but she and her mother lived there still and ran the hotel. We spent that day on the beach and turned in early because the sun and ocean will take it out of you. Mm -hmm. At midnight, I jolted awake from a dead sleep and saw a tall, slender man walk right past me on my side of the bed. I was so startled that I instinctively threw my arm up and tried to shield myself with a blanket. (laughs) He's coming after you. Yeah. Well, my young kids were in the bed next to us, so I didn't want to startle them. So I just laid there awake for hours. I finally fell back to sleep with the help of two Tylenol PMs. We had to check out the next morning, but noticed one of the two room keys was missing. They were actual metal keys with the big plastic tag attached. Mm -hmm. This place is old. We tore that room apart looking for that key. Even pulled the dresser away from the walls and took the mattresses off the bed. We finally gave Well, you know, they charge you for those damn things. We finally gave up and put everything back in its place. And I explained the missing key to the owner's daughter. She was really sweet about it and said, don't worry, they always turn up. 
Before heading off, my daughter said she couldn't find her sunglasses, so I ran back into the room to see if they were left behind. I scanned the room, and my eyes stopped on the dresser. Yep, the same dresser we had yeeted away from the wall just 15 minutes before. On that dresser set the freaking room of key. Of course. No one had gone in after we left. My hubby assured me he hadn't put it there. Dumbfounded, I walked the key back to the office and said, you won't believe this. But the lady at the desk said, I told you, they always turn up. <laughs> I turned to leave and saw a framed photo near the door. It was him, the lanky older fellow who had startled me the night before. <gasps> It was an old family picture of the daughter with her parents on the beach. Well, I got in the car and didn't want to say anything in front of the kids. Sure. Instead, I typed it out on my phone and handed it to my husband. He read it, then with wide eyes said, we'll talk later. No! After the kids fell asleep in the car, he told me that he had sprung awake around 3 a.m. and saw an old man standing at the end of our bed. So that's my story about the old man and the key. Hugs to you girls. If I die first, I'm coming to haunt y'all. Yeah. <laughs> that's your friend in northern Michigan, Heidi. Oh my gosh, what Thank a great you. story, Heidi. I love it. And Heidi, I wore this t-shirt in honor of you. Oh, it's, it's our I Die First so t-shirt. I need to get that one. By I the way, I looked up this place, the Blue Heron. Yeah. And it is still in operation. It's in Nags Head. Out is it on, creepy looking? Uh, it looks no? old. It okay. definitely looks old. But I was reading the reviews and it says under new management. <gasps> so the family apparently sold it. I know. They abandoned their, they their dad. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. He's yes. looking around in there. Maybe we need to give them a call or something. That's actually a good idea. So if you're looking for a fun Outer Banks vacation that's going to be inexpensive, maybe try the Blue Heron and let us know how that works Hell out yeah, for you. yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Uh, our next story comes from Gabby, and she says, Hello, ladies. So my husband, my six-month-old, and I were all out of town this weekend for a work conference. We stayed at this beautiful older hotel that gave me no weird feelings at all. We had a lovely night there. The next morning, though, I was <laughs> gathering my daughter's toys when I noticed her doll was missing. This doll is made from cloth and just goes limp when you set it down. I will include a picture. Oh, good. Is it like Raggedy Ann kind of? Oh, I'll show you when oh, it's God, over. I'll show I'm you. I'm kind of scared now. Uh, I shit you not. I found this doll sitting on the floor on its bottom behind the chair. The doll was facing the bed and it looked like it was peeking out from behind the chair watching us sleep. I grabbed the doll, walked over to my husband and said, you're going to think I'm nuts, but just go with it. I then proceeded to say out loud that whatever was in this room was not allowed to come home with us. <laughs> Dang right you're not. <laughs> uh, we've been home for about six days with no issues, so I think we're in the clear. Love the podcast. Gabby from West Virginia. And, and knock on wood for Gabby. Yep. Everybody knock on wood. Fingers crossed. So here's a picture of the doll. Shut up. So this is just a little soft cloth. It looks like a potato, first of all. Yeah, it does. But that's not a doll that's going to sit up no. on its own it's squishy. naturally. So we're talking to JB and Stu, pretty much our most popular guests from this past season. Season, JB reached out because crazy stuff was happening in the house. There were footsteps, knocks, all kinds of strange things happening. And then he writes back and says, actually, my roommate and his girlfriend just caught a video of what sounded like a whistle in the house. And when we posted that whistle on TikTok, it has almost 700,000 views now, yeah, which is a record breaker for us. And it got us over 10,000 new followers on TikTok. Like, <laughs> so thanks, y'all. So thank you. <laughs> So welcome to the show, Stu and JB. How are you guys doing? And we're having a cocktail hour. As you can see, they uh, cracked some beers. So you had some paranormal investigators come in recently. What was that like? So 
I emailed the paranormal investigators after talking with you guys, and they were super nice. And they had a whole host of questions about do you guys do drugs? And <laughs> really? We drink. We drink. We keep it normal, but we drink. And they came, and I actually had just heard back from them this evening, and they said that they're still going through all the evidence that, or all of the stuff that they captured, and they yeah. can, they don't have the output ready for us yet. But Stu was here for the entire thing because I was too chicken little to sit here for it. <laughs> You chickened out? <laughs> so, Stu, tell us what happened. What did the paranormal investigators do? So, during the investigation, they split into two teams and they uh, went floor by floor. Some of the things that happened were one gentleman went upstairs by himself, and while he was trying to conduct an EVP to elicit a reaction, he heard feet shuffling in JB's room. Um, and then <laughs> when they would go upstairs, everyone who went inside of my room said it felt heavier in my room. Then we did the geoport, and they're asking them questions. At one point, they mentioned my name. They said, who did you come here with? And they said, Stuart. Wasn't that always kind of an assumption? Because you like to go to on ghost tours and ghost hunts that you had brought something back at some point in time. Correct. Uh, I, I'm not sure that 100% that I did, but obviously <laughs> uh, they mentioned me by name. So that was some pretty solid evidence. Yeah. So the team also said too, because the, the house is connected to a bunch of other houses, that it may be a spirit that is moving through the houses on their own will. So have you talked to any of the other people nearby? I did. My next door neighbor, Ashley, I messaged her and I was like, hey, have you had anything weird in your unit lately? And she's like, no, why? Are you hearing like water dripping or anything? I'm like, oh no, nothing, nothing weird. Like I didn't want to like no. myself out. But I do know that the lady that lived in the unit below me did die in her unit. Can I just say, if a man asked me, have you had anything weird happening in your unit? Yeah, that's a line. I'm not sure I would know how to respond to that. I'll try that as a bar. Yeah, I think you... Rebecca, did you have a question? So I was, I actually was going to ask because um, JB, you said, or you seem to look surprised when you found out this stuff was going down in your room or whatever. So I'm like, have you heard anything before this in your room at all? No, uh, actually while I was away, well, it was my girlfriend's birthday and we were in DC. Stu was just like, Man, like the vibe has completely changed. It doesn't feel like there's anything here. And I was like, yeah, I, I spent two, two months yeah. out pretty much alone in my unit. And anytime Buck would stare into any corner, I'd go over to that corner and be like, hey, what's up? I'm tough talking like empty air. And he's <laughs> like, you don't want to catch these hands? And uh, just like randomly yelling at corners of my house, like an insane person. Are we allowed to say which paranormal group came in? Are we allowed to say names? I think they were just saying like, if you say your names, don't be like negative about us. I mean, they were super nice to us. Would it be possible if you guys do get some more information, if they check back in and they're like, okay, we've got audio, we've got this. I think it was JB who said, or one of you said, since there wasn't much activity during the actual investigation, that that often means that there are things being picked up off mic and that the investigators tend to find it later. Would you guys be able to reach out and give us an update on that? Absolutely. A hundred percent. The group was inspired ghosts. And for the first time in months, I'm sleeping with my lights out in my bedroom. <laughs> oh, wow. It's awkward when you're 37. 
Yeah, I don't have to leave my lights on now either. That's great. Yeah, this is the best outcome for you guys. Of course, mm-hmm. we would have liked to have called and it'd be like friggin' poltergeist where shit's flying around in the background or something. Right? <laughs> so um, I'm glad that it's more comfortable for you guys. And I would like to point out Haunted AF actually <laughs> helped in this situation. Would you agree? I would I agree. Would but yes, I- <laughs> because I was at a complete loss for what to do. I was like, my favorite ladies on the uh, internet here will know exactly <laughs> who to point me to, or at least keywords to Google one. Yeah. You're our own personal Ghostbusters. Thank you. Because like we get emails a lot now from people who say, mm-hmm. I've got this thing going on. What do I do? We're podcast people. You know, we are literal <laughs> we idiot, don't know. idiots with a microphone. Like we have mm-hmm. no. So I'm very proud of Haunted AF that we were able to get some people over there for you. Even if the thing left on its own, JB was terrifying, shaking fists at the corner. And that's what got it out of there. But I do have one more question because you have some of the action that's happened on the ring cameras. Do we have have any video of JB shaking and yelling at the air. <laughs> oh, oh, because that would be fantastic to see. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a reenactment at some point in time. <laughs> there we go. A dramatic reenactment. A dramatic. I love that. Yes, yes. I'll, do it. I'll, I'll give you a great dramatic reenactment for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone was listening right now and they were having something, an activity in their house that made them uncomfortable, what would you guys, since y'all been through it, what would you tell them to do? My first piece of advice is to drink some alcohol. Definitely need some courage. And we went through probably three sticks of sage. We had a black crystal. We we're walking around with that too. Tourmaline, good for you. That's a good start. Yeah. Channel your inner training day and then like throw up signs at corners and just like <laughs> let them know like this is my block. Like you come step and you're going to catch these hands. Whenever JB was in here, I'd be talking to myself too. So. Okay, hold on. You know ghosts can't catch your hand, right? <laughs> Like, you go right through it. I mean, you know. Whatever, Rebecca. It worked. It worked. It did okay. work. You're right. You can yeah. tell them just to have a, an outward monologue with everything you're doing. Okay, I'm walking up the steps now. <laughs> Going into my room. And when it's all said and done and the paranormal investigators show up, get the hell out of the house and let your roommate deal with it, correct? I didn't sleep in the house after they did the investigation. The best part was he slept with the lights on for weeks while I was away. I don't blame you. I think uh, we've all done that, right? (laughs) Who was the one who slept? A grown-ass man slept with his jeans on that night and the lights uh, (laughs) on My girlfriend didn't believe any of it until she came over. And then her dog started reacting to things. And then her hair started getting played with in the middle of the night. (gasps) This is news. (laughs) She was was sleeping. And then like her hair started like lifting up as she was sleeping. No. And she was just kind of freaking out. And she wakes me up at the end of it. And then I sit straight up and I'm like, what? What's going on? And it ended. And she's like, nothing. Just go back to sleep. Guys, you got to keep in touch. You have to let us know if anything else happens. We've loved talking with you. But I'm glad everybody is able to sleep with the lights off and with your feet out from underneath the covers. But you know, you know, you're just asking for trouble when you do that, JV. Bye. So this final story comes from someone who wants to remain anonymous. So one time I was the crazy thing that someone saw on the side of the yeah. road. 
<laughs> oh my God, maybe we can like match the other half of the story. Like she tells this part and the person that it happened to. Let me finish this story because I think that that would be horrible. <laughs> okay, I so will let you finish. You'll understand in just a minute. It was 1993, right around Halloween. Nine-ish at night on I-78 and a real farmy part of New Jersey. This is already terrible. <laughs> this is already bad. <laughs> I was driving up to Rutgers with a friend and being a pack-a-day smoker then, Newport Lights, y'all. Oh, heck yeah. I always smoked when I drove. God, that's so 80s. <laughs> yeah. It was cold out, so I had the window cracked and was ashing through the narrow opening. Mm-hmm. After a while, I noticed a burnt odor in the car. I asked my friend if he smelled anything, and he did, but he said, it's probably just someone burning leaves. <laughs> Another mile or so down the freeway, I still smelled it, but it was stronger. I turned on the dome light and told him to look around for smoke, but he still insisted it was coming from outside. Then things happened really fast. The car went from smelling vaguely of burning chemicals to being completely full of smoke. Absolutely instantly. My friend started maniacally laughing and without a hint of sarcasm said, maybe you should pull over. (laughs) I crossed three lanes of traffic and pulled into the breakdown lane when suddenly flames. Oh no. Think backdraft. Giant flames between my left thigh and the door just inches from my face. I was in a blind panic by this point. My door was on fire. How was I going to get out with my door on fire? That's when I noticed a car stopped on the shoulder just ahead of us and people walking towards us. I thought maybe they're here to help. Well, yeah. I was somehow able to open the door and that's when I saw the source of the fire. I had shoved some grocery bags into the pocket on the base of the door. Mm-hmm. and those bags were now flaming enthusiastically. Oh I was able to grab the corner of one of the bags and threw it out of the car just to get it away from me. All of the flaming bags somehow went with it, though, out of the car, <laughs> into the night, where the wind caught them. Oh, no. So apparently the people in the breakdown lane in front of us were not there to help. They were, in fact, broken down and thought we were there to help them. Mm-hmm. I know this because one of them was walking towards us and waving like, thanks for stopping. When one of the flaming bags wrapped snugly around his leg and stuck there, burning like napalm, this guy looked down at his jeans and then back up at us with what I can only describe as utter confusion. Sure, like, what did you just do to me? I'd like to say that I jumped out of my car and threw dirt on his pants, maybe rolled him on the ground, but my mind was not working that fast. (laughs) Plus, he had a friend with him, and what are friends for if not to put you out when you're on fire? Yeah. I looked at my friend in open-mouth panic and said, oh my God, what do I do? And he said, just drive. (laughs) That's terrible advice. And I did. (laughs) I peeled out of there like a bat out of hell. We didn't say anything at first. I was shaking and he was doing that nervous, maniacal laughing thing. Oh man. By the time we got to Rutgers, it all seemed like a dream. And after a few beers, we were telling the story and getting lots of laughs. It is a funny story if you tell it a certain way. Yep. But I often think about that evening and what the other side of the story was like. Mm. I do hope he's okay. I really do. Anyway, love the podcast. Thanks for listening. And I'm not using my name, just in case. Yeah, I don't think I would either. You don't admit to something like that. <laughs> I, you That's one you take to the grave. Seriously. Well, you got to hope. Maybe the guy was wearing jeans. You know, if you're wearing sure. jeans and you catch on fire, don't Stop, you? Stop, drop, and roll. Stop. Yeah. It's Easy. A, it's a pretty quick. And he did have a friend there to hopefully put oh him out. God. It's terrible. It's so bad. 
I still kind of want to hook him up, though. (laughs) (laughs) I just, what an awkward conversation. Hey, remember that time you got lit on fire on the side of the road? That was my fault. You're a fan of chaos. I sure am. am You want this stuff. My girlfriend always says, embrace the horror. Yes. And I am all in. This is not something I want to facilitate, but I love the story. So thank you for sharing that one. (laughs) So yes, now it is time to wrap up. This is a little sad, though. Find our mini-sodes all summer long at patreon.com slash hauntedaf. We'll be posting our movie minute, movie, our movie minute, movie reviews. (laughs) (laughs) They're movie minutes because they're short. Yes. Short. Yes. But when you say movie minute, movie, movie, movie minute, movie reviews. It is very hard. Yeah. Uh, So please keep in touch with us. You can absolutely do it through that way. All of our social medias or on our website, hauntedaf.com. Sorry, I didn't realize I wrote it like that. That's a real asshole move. Movie minute, movie reviews. (laughs) That, that was, that's just rude. Um, by the way, guys, we're going to be hitting our millionth download. So exciting. While we're on a break and we don't know how we're going to celebrate that yet. So in fact, I've been noticing uh, Chris Jericho has been commenting or just like uh, liking a lot of our stuff on oh, Instagram okay. lately. I get the impression that maybe he's listening a lot. Oh, I like that. So maybe he's Chris, helping us. Yeah. Chris, honey. Hi, baby. Yeah. Can you give us a shout give out us a, Yeah. Maybe we can get him on for our millionth. God, that would be so amazing. Wouldn't that and be great? And he was just in town not that long ago. Yeah. And we, we still haven't gotten your ghost story, Chris Jericho. Right, you owe us. Uh, so yeah, keep <laughs> checking the website anyhow because we might have a few surprise episodes along the way. We are talking to some people. In the meantime, keep sending those spooky stories to us. Yeah, uh, we also opened it up a little bit this past season beyond the usual, you know, ghosts and Bigfoot and UFOs and all that kind of stuff. We love all the stories you guys send, especially the weird shit stories. Yes, <laughs> write it all down. And remember, we take written stories, we take audio and video. We have not been getting, we haven't gotten a single damn video story this this year. You're right, we and haven't. That's an easy way. If you can't figure out voice memo, you can record yourself telling it. And if you don't want your face on the podcast, just turn the phone away. Sure. Film your feet. No, don't film your feet. Oh, That'll dude, end up there's somewhere. There's some weird people that love that stuff. You got to send all that stuff to us. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Coming up in August, it'll be season eight August. of Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 